It is December 17th, 2020 TI. I'm Commander JN Trax, and this is Loose Screws. And let me tell you, Christmas starts to get different when your kid starts to read. This is what I discovered this week. Um, anyway, as I say, I'm Commander JN Trax, and tonight I have uh, my crew with me. Commander Chig is here. Hi, how are you? I'm all right. Uh, Nurgle is here. Greetings and salutations. And... Commander Lieutenant Commander Data is here. Hello, everyone. Happy holidays. Always say the whole thing. Always say the whole thing. That's good. That's good. Yeah, I think it's fine. So. This is fine. This is fine. This is fine. <laughs> All is well. Guys, it's been, it's been a big week. But before we touch on all that, let's waste some time. Um, how has your weeks been? Let's start with Chig. Oh, um, well, I don't know, considering, you know, that half the country is in lockdown again and stuff, business is slow as shit, so I've been working like half days and and uh, still mm-hmm. working seven days a week, but just working less hours, um, so that means I've been playing a lot more of the, the video games uh, in, yeah. in, in-game, you know, uh, with the uh, we'll mention the pulse wave being fixed later, I'm sure. And, and <gasps> spoilers, so I've been doing yeah. some some mining again and playing some CQC. And then we still have this uh, seven days to die thing that has swept the Discord a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. So me, <laughs> me, Dubs, Data, Hate, Aruja, my daughter, Dubs' wife Tasha. He murdered me of you know of that game <laughs> on um, your anniversary nearly. We, we've been playing that uh, Tesnik. Can't forget Tesnik. Um, so we, we've even though been, you almost did, yeah, almost, almost. We, we we've been playing that, and uh, if you think Elite Dangerous is buggy, you should really try. Something, right? <laughs> well, isn't that game pre-release? Uh, yeah, but it's older than Elite Dangerous. It, it's an alpha. been in uh-huh. pre-release uh-huh. since 2013. And wow. still, hmm. um, I mean, just lots of little bugs, but I mean, it's still just stupid fun. And we've been having fun with that. And I've been recording that to YouTube. So that's, that's been fun. And then cool. we've got our D and D group that we're getting together again on Saturday to do. So yeah, a lot of gaming going on. Cool. Uh, what's been up with you this week, Nurgle? Well, uh, you know, professionally last week, I went through a certification course and kind of wondered why they sent me to get certified. And this week I found out, oh, by the way, we have this backlog of 45 things that we need a certified person to inspect. So, <laughs> so uh, it's been that. <laughs> uh, you know, on the, on the home front, Monday was my 28th wedding anniversary, which makes makes my marriage almost as old as dubs (laughs) congratulations almost as old as dubs so i guess you know not only can i call dubs junior but i guess that makes him you know eligible to be my wife and i's love child or some (laughs) Uh, 
Is that how all childs work? It's ridiculous. I'm not sure I'm going to claim him, so. <laughs> like on your taxes? <laughs> <laughs> no, unfortunately, I wouldn't do that either. be claimed on taxes. <laughs> uh, hey, I'm glad we take volunteers from the Discord that will let me claim them on my taxes. I'll take yeah, taxes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> DM me now. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh it's been a it's been a busy week at work and, and a good week at home, so pretty good. Good, good, good. Uh how you been, Data? Been doing well. Uh it's the slow time of year these last few weeks for me at work, so on tonight's episode of this old house. I've been uh, <laughs> work, working on the garage, so I'm getting it cleaned out, getting it usable. That's been my evening time adventures for the past many days. How very, <laughs> very exciting. You're in your laundry room. I think I might be doing mine now. The dryer died the other day, so I had to go up to Home Depot Ouch. and order a new washer and dryer. And the dryer's the one that died, but honestly, the washer and dryer are like, I don't know how old they are. I've I've replaced the clutch on the on the washer twice myself. Yeah. So I just we decided just to get a new washer and dryer. I know I'm interrupting on Data's time here, but I'm going to no, no. <laughs> get, get any tips on Renos. Daniel, you missed important details. Yeah. Went, went up to you know Home Depot to look at washers and dryers, blah blah blah, and then uh, I'm like, well, how's when's the soonest we could have it? Well, if you get them as a pair, middle of January, it looks like. But if you order them separate, it looks like the dryer could be here next week and then the washer the first week of January. I'm like, uh, okay, does that cost any more? Nope. Um, okay, well, I'll order it that way. So the dryer is coming Monday and then the wash machine is coming uh, first week of January. So, yeah, just thought I'd share that. Just thought that that was weird. The salesperson sounds like the, the doctor from Arrested Development that uh, says things the wrong way. He says, oh, your father's going to be all right. Oh, good. No, he lost his left hand. He's going to be all right. Oh, why would you say it like that? Why would you say it that way? <laughs> and attention, Home Depot, we will be expecting to monetize that plug. <laughs> very well, very well. All right. Anything else, Data? Sorry, I just jumped in there. If we, you talked about home improvement, then I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm going to be doing my laundry. Go ahead. That's right. We need those updates. But no, in game, I've been been trying out the core mining as well for reasons we'll discuss tonight. <laughs> Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Well, um, yeah, every this is this is a uh, not this low time of year for me. I I end up in this ever uh this this endless um never goes away big push at the end of uh December to like get a bunch of projects done that uh, in, invariably they had delays and audio is so often like the the last thing in the project chain. <laughs> so I'm always the one kind of cleaning up delays. Um, but, you know, hey, we're hanging in there and we're staying relatively on schedule for this year. So everything's uh, pretty okay in there. And and um, my kid is, is reading now, which means, uh, whereas before we could kind of just put stuff all over the place and it doesn't really matter <laughs> now if she sees things, she... By the before I've I realize and intervene, she's saying, "What does this word mean?" 
it's like, you know. <laughs> um, so yeah, things things need to be hidden these days. Um, that's new and different for me. I did get to play a little bit in game. I uh, f- missed my FDL, so I fully engineered a, a new FDL. And I um, guess that was a mistake now we see. Um, but anyway, <laughs> it's fine. I don't mind. Um that's that's about the size of it, and then I'm I'm in here right now. We're 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 gonna try to go hunting for some uh, core rocks to mine, um, because the pulse wave analyzer. I guess I'm jumping right in here. The pulse wave analyzer is fixed. Everyone, Woo! I'm gonna open a beer because of that. <sighs> you know, cracked the- open a rock. <laughs> that's right. That was actually the rock <laughs> opening. I'm gonna open my beer in a few minutes. Um, you know, what's funny to me about this is it was just last week, right? I think it was like the last Tuesday stream that Art said, like, in no uncertain terms, like, we're working on it, but we they don't even know what's wrong yet. Like, we have no time frame for a fix. And I was like, I resigned myself, you know? I was like, believing him. This is, you know, whatever. They, it's fine. They got a lot to work on, and it's not like I can't play the game, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then a few, like couple of days after we recorded that episode, it's like, oh, by the way, fixing coming tomorrow. <laughs> Problem solved. So, I mean, yep. that's cool. And and I guess everything works. I, I think I just came across the first core. I've been sort of sweeping as we've been talking, and I think I did just find one. Not a lot of super bright yellow in this particular ring, but, um, you know, it is behaving normally. So all is uh, right and well with that world. Now you just got to figure out what's mine, right? Void opals aren't so hot right now. Yeah, void opals suck, and low temperature diamonds also suck. Actually, now that I'm very close to this one, I'm not convinced it's a core. Everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm so I'm trying rocky rings um, because I think most of the valuable stuff is turning up in them now. Um, So I had to hunt a little bit, but I found something. Um, So we'll see how that goes. Um, But that's that's that, man. Good job. Way to, way to fix the thing. Wait, sort of funny how it came about for three months. You you <laughs> yeah. know, you know how it came about. Previously, they had an intern working on this in a closet, <laughs> and then and then they said on stream, "We don't know when it's going to be fixed." And I guess you know somebody slightly higher up the food chain at FDAB heard that on the stream and said, "We need to put a real <laughs> programmer on this." You know. <laughs> oh my god! And five hours later, boom, it's fixed. <laughs> Huh. Well, okay. All right. What are you mining in? What kind of ship in the closet? Ship is your core uh, miner. My core miner is a Python, uh, and I have stuff for subsurface and cores. Is palladium valuable? No, eh, not really. Okay, never mind. We'll leave that on the ignore list. I just found a painite core. Doesn't that suck? Yeah, I found two inside. <laughs> yeah, not trying to look for them either. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I guess I'll crack it. But anyway, well, um, let's let's uh, let's blast into some game news. What do you say? So, right off the bat, um, we've there's some Galnet stuff going on. There's uh, an outpost was constructed at the highest system above the galactic plane. Uh, I guess some rich guy made this made this uh, system. Uh, made, decided story. to build the station. That's the story in in Galnet. So, 
Um, I guess this is just this is a. I mean, it's it is in game, but it's kind of fluffy in game, don't we think? Well, yeah, but I mean, everything can't <laughs> be hardcore all the time. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. It's just neat. There's another place to go visit that is you know right. out in the black, right? And in an interesting place like that, you know, but it galaxy looks so cool when you get up there like that. Yeah. Yeah. Super, super good views and, and um, yeah, and, and uh, some who, um, sorry, looking back at the notes, it was Manitouk, right? I can't. Yep. Yeah, Manitouk took right a sleep now. carrier up there. He stayed up all night last night jumping it there. He's still, he's still up. I'm riding it back <laughs> he's, now. He's still jumping right. it back. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Manitouk. Yeah, I logged on to... Uh, I hopped on this morning and looked at uh, Discord, and it was the usual crew that's on at you know seven o'clock at night was all on at seven <laughs> o'clock this morning. So I'm like, did I oversleep by twelve hours? And I, I hop in chat, and we're all listening to the Twitch stream and stuff. And Manitouk was still jumping oh, yeah. from the night before. Well, um, yeah, so cool, uh, cool views up there. Go check it out. It's they are buying, uh, the, this is the yes. other interesting thing, they are buying a bunch of um, basically booze, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, these these commodities, uh, uh, there's a lot of them that count as booze. And they are being purchased for extremely high buy prices if you can cart them all the way out there. So um, that's fun. Uh, it is an outpost, heads up. Yes. Uh, no large pads. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, bring your carrier or get Manitouk to do it for yeah. you, I guess. And <laughs> you can make a lot of money. Let him know. He'll take you up there whenever you want, any day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it only takes about six hours with the carrier. It's all good. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's a bit of a hike. I ha- I've, been, I've been pretty high off. The- How high is it exactly off the plane? About 5,300 or 5,500. Oh, wow. Like wow. That's probably twice as high as I've ever been. Yeah, wow. that's big. That's big. I don't know. Right, I, um, I did some stuff in college that got me pretty high. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, now. So it, <laughs> that is there not goes the, what we were talking that about. That was a long time there ago. There goes the G rating. <laughs> G rating. An episode where one of you hasn't cursed has not happened since I have been helming this thing. If we're supposed to be G rated, nobody told me or any of you. What fucking show have you been listening to, Nurgle? (laughs) I have been ticking that explicit box. Anyway, um, in, in other in other Galnet news, the hostile takeover attempts of um, Lacon continue to get more hostile as Core Dynamics has uh, lowered the prices of a bunch of their ships as an attempt to, I guess, uh, I, I don't know, are they trying to raise money? Or are they trying to, like, drive the uh, drive the ship market? Okay, trying to, so they're trying to raise their offer. Hmm. Uh, wait, I think the majority stakeholder. Yeah. So they can okay. just vote the way they want to. They're they're hmm. dropping prices to sell inventory to get cash on hand to buy Lacon stock. It's a it's a hostile takeover. All right. And the longer this goes, the better it is for anybody buying ships. Right. Exactly. Um, 
The other uh, interesting thing that just popped off today um, is that a bunch of the engineers, I guess, got together and said, "Hey, you know what? We've been, um, you know, we've we've been being dicks to all these commanders for far too long. Let's let's just not charge them as much in uh, materials uh, for their engineering mods." Um, and so, from now until uh, the seventh of January. Uh, engineering now just costs fewer rolls to get up to grade five. And um, it's a significant difference, too. Yeah, you were testing it out a few minutes ago? Yeah, on, on, on engineers that'll do a grade five upgrade to a system, the grades, assuming you have grade five access to them, a grade right. three upgrade is generally one roll. And that won't fill it out, but that'll get you to the point where you can go ahead and start on the grade four upgrades. So it's, wow. uh, it, yeah. So it's, it's treating big, three like ones usually are. Pretty much, yeah. Ones or twos sometimes. Sometimes a two, I can get it to go just about all the way around. Oh, here's yeah. a surrender bite core. That's fun. Well, they and a, a lot of the grade fives were three or four rolls to max them out. It's a, it's wow. a significant, yeah. They've been talking about rebalancing uh, engineering, Matt. Could this just be a precursor to that? Just kind of getting us in in a position where, you know, it's a little cheaper to do it now, but then they're going to be easier to get later when the price goes back to normal? I think there's two things going on here. Well, three things going here. One, they just wanted to do something, you know, for the holidays to have an event. But I think part of this is kind of a dry run at, well, let's see what this looks like for rebalancing. Mm-hmm. And then I really think that this is also an attempt to get everybody to bottom out their engineering materials before Odyssey. <laughs> so people aren't starting with a, you know, most people are not <laughs> going to start with a big wad of engineering materials to throw at new stuff. I have to believe that there are going to be new and separate engineering mo- uh, materials, though, for Odyssey stuff, don't you think? I'm That's sure there'll I'm be some. I, I'm, I'm there'll probably be an offer. For sure. Yeah, there'll probably be some crossover too, but there'll be new ones, yeah. Things you can only get on foot. Yeah, that's that's what I would think. Um, there definitely is. be something new you'll have to grind is what it'll be, whether it's in space or on foot. I'm, I'm guessing there'll just be some new materials you have to use. Right. Well, there's no there's no on foot mining, but maybe like manufactured mats, that sort of thing. Maybe. Plant gun. New datas. New, how, much, um, how much chlorophyll? How many chloroplasts do you have to? New data stuff. <laughs> that battery cells, you know, weird shit like that. They just can only scavenge, mm-hmm. maybe. You know, I, yeah, they, I know. they did sure. mention. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did mention uh, scanning um, NPCs for data on foot. I did mention that today. Right. Right. Do we have, um, a, do we have a, a person scanning probe for that? I think we just. Just targeting them is probably going to do it. It's called a gun. I wanted a, a person gun. We got <laughs> it's a called a gun. 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 Chief, you Chief just, just wants to probe that. people and open. I was hoping. <laughs> he wants to probe them right open. <laughs> in, in open, but that works too. <laughs> okay. Um, I realize now that I glossed right over where I had put squadron update in the notes. Um, do you want to give us a quick squadron update? Uh, is there anything important going on in the squadron that you just the people have to know? <laughs> well, we're in, as we mentioned last week, you can't keep Ross down and we are expanding again. Um, yeah. 
still trying to determine where we want to try to send that, but um, that's pretty much it. Or where we can direct, or where we we can have a choice. Well, we we have some choices, but without some prep work, they're all pretty much the same. So it's a coin toss for whether we want to let nature take its course or whether we want to steer it. Uh huh. I'm still trying to work in comma to take a last resource there. Still trying to build ourselves up in V640. Um, that's pretty much it. Okay. Yeah, so the detail in comma is if you're going to comma, don't work for loose screws. We actually want Correct. the next faction below us to be winning. And I, I think there that's the thing about BGS sometimes is there gets to be a little bit of confusion now and then. Um, it, yes. about that yeah it, it can be very confusing sometimes um have to I, I, you know when i'm writing those those squadron orders i'm trying to be as clear as i can but even then that doesn't always work out sometimes right right okay um very good um so at this point um I mean, this is the, the the big thing to talk about is some things. Some things were released. Uh, there was um, there was a, a another one of their uh, AMA things, uh, ask me anything that kind of came out on the forum, um, and this one was a little bit interesting because it wasn't exactly the same. They in, they actually just uh, looked through previous questions and picked out ones that they wanted to answer. Um, now that is interesting to me uh, because it, it, it kind of you know how these have largely there's been a lot of like we can't comment that on that right now or there's been a lot of sort of it, it's really just sort of a forum for disc- for uh, suggestions excuse me so a couple of things that they picked out really kind of um, it's it's uh, what do I say it's it's sort of. Uh, Gosh, I totally lost the word the word I was going to use here. It it's um conspicuous that they answered a few of these. Um uh so I, I think I've kind of mixed these all up into the notes, so we'll we'll shoot through here, but um which one did I Oh yeah, uh particularly the one that I think was a little bit conspicuous was um in that AMA they were they took a question about uh will fleet carriers get interiors designed for them that we can walk around in in an Odyssey. And the answer was we have no comment about that at this time. But this was questions that they selected, right? So right, right. they specifically chose to tell us we have no comment about that at this time. So, you know, normally I I I have very little patience for like the the kind of um I don't want to say pointless, but the kind of like just speculation just sort of feeling like oh man like trying to read everything possible into everything that they say yeah tea right exactly this sort of like feeling of like i'm like prognosticating about it or something um but because they specifically picked that you know this wasn't like anyway i i I don't i don't really know if it's important but it seems weird that they would select that question if they weren't trying to sort of put that into your into our minds Possibly, yeah. Um, that says yeah. that they're they're they like to have that done, and it's they probably have some devs working on it, but they're not sure if it'll be in by launch. That, that's how I mm-hmm. take it. And there yeah. were other questions where they just said no, and they didn't say that. Right. 
Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so, okay. So there's this AMA that comes out, the uh, dev diary three comes out, which everyone should run out and watch. Um, I, I rather enjoyed this one. Um, particularly, you know, the, the folk, the focus on the sound of everything, um, it made cool. it, made me feel like it was directed directly at me. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, when we but, were watching uh, that this morning, uh, yeah. you know, I told you the regular crew was in there and I hopped in and then that launched. And when they were talking about the sound design, I said, right then I said, God, they got good sound design people. Cause they just, they, they go the extra mile. Oh, exactly. Like the, the idea here being, of course, that like they, they talk specifically about the, that sound is meant to convey information, uh, to you and, and specifically about like the players breathing and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm imagining, um, mechanics of maybe not like a, it doesn't, doesn't appear to have like a stamina bar or anything. Cause we've seen the HUD at this point, but, um, uh, you know, I I do kind of you can hear sort of the intensity of what's going on, and I imagine that would be changed and affected by, well, they specifically say changed and affected by like what's happening in your surroundings. So, I mean, higher gravity would be much more strenuous on your body, um, things like this. So, um, I'm I'm excited for that. It's it's always very mood setting. <laughs> um, Definitely. I, I was so, torn between whether I'd start to find that annoying or if that's a cool concept. So I'm, 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 I'll wait and see. You know, if you're always hearing that breathing going on, that could get. I, I could see that getting old, but I I like yeah, I love right. the idea of it. I, yeah. I I I really like that where they were talking about how they were firing guns, you know, yeah. indoors, outdoors, and and in different places to make sure that, you know you were getting those sound changes depending on your environment and stuff like that. Right. Right, right. And actually, that's interesting from a sort of a game development perspective as well, because that says to me that a lot of what they're doing isn't special effects on the sound. So they're not, they're not using like uh, modeled reverberations and stuff. They're actually trying to actually use a different gun sample if you're in a large cavernous cavernous space versus a narrow hallway or something. Um, And I, that, that it seems interesting to me from from that perspective. It, it seems sort of like the opposite of what I would try to do, but I have absolutely no idea how to develop a game. So, <laughs> but that did stick out to me. Um, just just so I have, it, I, I think this this discussion is going to go in a, a hundred different directions. So, just to have everything out on the table, the, besides just the dev diary itself, there was a, a, also a rather long stream today where they talked with several important people, and a lot of other information managed to come out in those interviews um, that wasn't just in the video. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, everything's on the table, and I have quite a list. Um, and I don't know if if the right move is to kind of go down the list to make sure I these are these are kind of like the points that I picked out. Um, yeah. Well, how is, about uh, you? You just kind of guide it here, kind of go down the list, and if we have anything to interject on anything, yeah. we'll, we'll come in. Inter- you know, you don't have to like thoroughly. Yeah, you don't have to be like, <laughs> you know, the first one, multi crew and SRV. Do you guys yeah. have anything to say? About it? You know, don't do that. <laughs> right. Talk about it. if we have any interjection, they'll mm-hmm, just jump mm-hmm. in. Okay. <coughs> wow. Production meeting. I just, um, I just <laughs> tried to breathe. He's, some he's so choked up about it. You sound like you're dying. 
have your kid read a Heimlich maneuver <laughs> book. I'm okay. <laughs> much much apologies. Um, I tried to I tried to breathe liquid. It's not a good plan. Yeah. Never works. <laughs> Never works at all. Okay. Um, well, sure. So one. Oh, what just happened? Let's jerk. The arc. Okay, that's fine. Whatever. As long as one of them stays. So, uh, yeah. So f- I think this was from the AMA. Uh, multi-crew uh, into the SRV. So the, the question that I think was asked uh, that they answered was about whether somebody was going to be able to fly your starship. Uh, and the answer was no. So we're still in a situation where only you can fly starships you own. Uh, however, uh, multi-crew will be expanded to um, in in the sense that like now they can uh, f- uh, drive your SRVs. Uh, and I've seen, I feel like I've seen from kind of the, the sort of footage that we've been shown and things like that. It's, it's been made pretty clear that, uh, you know, you could do things like find an abandoned SRV and, or, or something like that, or have an Grand SRV and swap Grand drivers. SRV. Huh? Grand Theft SRV going on yeah. here? Is that perhaps Jacksonite SRV on the planet surface? Yeah. Oh, it looks like <laughs> you, 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 you guess I show you, uh, Go ahead. Because in one of the earlier trailers, I think maybe the Game Awards trailer, you saw them standing around an empty SRV like they were about mm-hmm. to get to it. That's all I had, Nurgle. Okay. You know, if, what, over a month ago or so, one of the topics on the show was things we wanted to see in Odyssey. And right. one of the things most people wanted to see was changes to the net code and to the um, multi-crew and wing code so that that all worked better together. And two yeah. of the things they said, one of them was multi-crewing into an SRV, which sounds like a flat-out improvement because you can't do that now. It just doesn't work. And mm-hmm. then later on, they said there was going to be no fundamental network changes, still going to be peer-to-peer, which yeah. makes it sound like maybe there's not going to be a lot of changes and maybe we're still going to have instancing problems and all that other stuff. So I don't know whether right. to be optimistic or pessimistic about that. I, I lean towards uh, uh, getting uh, staying with P2P isn't necessarily bad if they improve how they do it. Right. I don't think P2P is fundamentally, mm. you know, bad. I think that if they fix a lot of the other code issues, because I think, you know, a part of it is what information, you know, if they can condense that to make things easier. I, I'm hoping for the best there. I, I really wish they'd have gone to a, you know, central server type thing, but, you know, then your server farms and everything else. Oh, yeah. So I, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not worried about that so much. I, I know a lot of people really saw that as like, oh my God, they're sticking with this way of doing things. But it I, caused I quite a row. Yeah, yes, peer-to-peer is just yeah. the way these games are going to be because you know, from a financial standpoint for the company, it's just so much cheaper to operate this way than it is to try to have a big server farm. That's, you know, that's not going to change. I just hope that, like Chick said, that they've, they've tinkered with the code to try to make all of that stuff work better on the the network architecture that they're using. With the main thing that we're wanting to work better being what, like instancing, trying to get into the same the place at the same time? Instancing, maybe getting wings and multi-crew to function at the same time. 
Um, just the general bugginess of multi-crew, right? right? Like the fact that you're in it for a little while and then it's it's a certain number of minutes before the, the sort of menu starts to scramble and you got to quit and start it again. Right. Yeah, for a multiplayer game, it sure is difficult to play multiplayer most of the time right now. And with them adding that this, this, this other layer to the game, you know, now you're going to be able to, you know, your ship is going to be able to play it with the SRVs while also with people on foot. You know, there's, you know, these additional layers. So they have to have had made improvements to everything. Otherwise, it wouldn't work at all. Am I expecting it to work flawlessly? No, <laughs> I'm not. I, I'm expecting, you know, some growing pains because this is new for them too. I mean, they've been oh, working yeah. on it for a long time, but I, I, sure. I think that I, I think that they definitely have had, I, that, that might have been a big reason for a lot of the delays is getting that shit to work right. Because if it was a oh, single sure. player game, it's one thing. A multiplayer game, you know, you've got, you know, a lot of communities, you know, that, that want to play together. And if this comes out and they can't do that, that's going to be a huge miss. And I think it's, and you've touched on this, but I think it's important to point out that everybody should expect that no matter when it launches, there's going to be significant bugs at launch. And that's, you know, no matter how much they've tested it between now and whenever they launch it, once a couple hundred thousand players get their hands on it, we're going to find bugs they just won't find in testing this. I mean, that's just <laughs> right, modern I mean, we, software. Yeah, we have this this alpha, um, which I'll be joining. Um, I, I have my pre-order, by the way. Have you guys done your pre-order? Mm-hmm. Not, Not yet, yet, but I'm going to. Yeah, as soon as they... It went for sale. <laughs> I, I had it, uh, yeah. of course. I went. I went for the the super deluxe, so I'd have the uh, early access. Not quite understanding what alpha is exactly going to mean in this case, but I'll be there for whatever it does mean. Um, what alpha said to me was, unfortunately, I'm like, oh, it's farther away than I thought because it wasn't like beta access. It was alpha. It doesn't access. does feel that way, doesn't it? Yeah, but yeah. I, you know, it could. It's could just be and, semantics. In one of the forum posts, they called it alpha slash beta. No. Okay. Uh, was that clears it right up? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it to me, I, I that makes me think uh, probably two rounds. I guess um, I don't really know. Yeah. Like, what's what's the the cultural point of calling something an alpha? Is that just like this is a. Uh, teaser now we're showing it off kind of situation and then beta is for the sake of you know, pen testing 19.2 so there's been 19 alphas for seven days to die so i i, I got so it's sort of whatever they want it's, it's yeah. whatever they decide to do you know until you hit release anything before that is a test phase and they just kind of decide right. which level okay. of test i'm sure somebody designer out there or something is listening to me talk and be like, this fucking idiot, it's defined like this, but I, <laughs> I, I think it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so, let's see. Um, hold on. I have I have one more seismic charge to shoot. This is very important stuff. Okay, the, here we go. Uh, now we're in the range. Yeah. The, there we the go. Thing that got an, another thing that got answered from the physical multi-crew and SRVs, I think, uh, during one of the interviews today, there will be no Grand Theft spaceship because they're still having it to where the, the ship's security computer will only allow the owner to fly the ship. 
Well, yeah, okay, so that's the lore that, reason. Yeah, yeah, once they so. said that you couldn't fly somebody else's spaceship, I knew that Grand Theft spaceship was out, but you got the SRV side of it. Well, can you steal somebody's fighter? That would be interesting. So, I can't so can't, the fighter's tied to the mothership, though. Like, so how would you yeah. steal it? I would hack it. <laughs> but it doesn't have it doesn't have a frame shift drive. Well, you start, if my start, shift yeah. is in the same instance, I'm stealing your damn fighter. <laughs> oh, okay. Get over so if, it. If I can't fly somebody else's ship, I can't have a career as repo man in space. Not yet. Unless they miss payments on their SRV. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so one interesting thing that I I really was glad to hear they they addressed the question of like gravity and how this is all being handled, um, and it isn't exactly what I would have wanted, but I like having an answer. Uh, so particularly, they said uh, for for planet surfaces there is a, a safe range where you'll be able to walk. So we've seen like on the HUD now we've seen that we have like a, a gravity meter explaining to us how you know what 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 we're enduring at the moment, um, as well as heat. Um, so heat will be a thing, uh, another kind of survival mechanic or something to think about, which is the same as our ships now. Uh, not a big surprise. Um, they also said that um, in outposts and situations like that where there would be no gravity because there's no spin, no gravity or simulated gravity, then we'll have mag boots. Um, so I, I would have loved to have like the uh, lone echo thing where we could float around and sort of like have magnetic gloves and boots and attach ourselves, but we'll just, we'll just, I probably look normal. I think, right. Is it, is that you guys, what you guys are imagining? My, my my hope is that they stay consistent with it. You know, if we're on in a mag boot in a bar, I hope that your drinks aren't just sitting on the bar normally. They (laughs) They need to make sure that things that affected by gravity are, held down in things have to like be in that. squeezy pouches we have to be, yeah, yeah something because uh, otherwise it'll just be like the coffee maker in the crate you know it's it just makes no fucking sense but, <laughs> you know, like, you know, Dude, just, well no you down, just gotta up, yeah. you gotta up thrust the whole time you're making coffee yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, down to earth once astronomy. it's made don't down thrust or turn left or right for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. you know down to earth astronomy when he was talking about this he was really upset about the mag boots and oh, they're just hand waving this, but they have to do this. I mean, yeah. they, for, from a programming perspective, it's just so much easier to just make it consistent all the way across and, and hand wave away the zero G in these stations. Otherwise, there's a whole bunch of special coding that has to take place. And you know, it's the, it's the yeah, same reason that in every sci fi movie ever made, the aliens look like humans and they speak English. You know, <laughs> yeah, but I'm kind of with uh, Astro a little bit on on that because they they could have just kept outposts. You know, they're not allowing us to walk around our ships. They could have kept uh, outposts out of it. They could have kept the zero G areas out of it for now until they had the zero G solution. Right yeah, now, that, I think that they wanted to add the outposts, and now they just kind of tacked this on as a way to do it. Right. And now going guess, forward. I would have rather have them just do sci-fi thing where there was Galnet stories about some scientist finally figured out artificial gravity, gravity you know, rather than Newton- yeah. Newtonian centrifugal force gravity. Mm-hmm. Somebody actually invented how to do it. But I, yeah, but then I, they'd have every station stop spinning. Why? It'd be cheaper just to keep it spinning. You'd yeah, have the true. 
you'd have the gravity, you know, the one G at the outermost part, then they could use the artificial gravity as you move in and, mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have to, you know, retrofit, you know, 50,000, you know, spinning stations with artificial gravity because they already have, you know, a centrifugal gravity. That'd be a heck of a community goal, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for me, I guess I I don't mind mag boots at all because I think that's an extremely cheap solution. But I I want to move very differently when I'm using mag boots, and I want there to be hazards. You know, like if I somehow get disconnected from the floor, you know, I need also to have mag gloves or to be able to like thrust myself back down somehow if something goes wrong or, you know, magnetic the, butt plate so I can sit easily. <laughs> <laughs> magnetic <laughs> butt plate. The the inability to jump. You know, like definitely, like if we can jump in places with it where our mag boots are supposed to be working, this is all broken for me. <laughs> so, um, but that's not hard, right? So, well, you're in a zero gravity situation, your mag boots are engaged, so jump is off. If you use your jetpack, you will hit the ceiling and never come down. <laughs> <laughs> See, I thought sustained critical injury from hitting the ceiling. I thought looking at the jetpacks from the first, you know, Odyssey teaser we got, I thought maybe the jetpacks themselves were going to have like little down thrusters and that's how they were going to yeah. handle it. And that's yeah. always okay. pushing us down because then that you could still right. jump, yeah. you know, that that's, that's the direction I thought they were going to do. Yeah. I, I don't, that's interesting. I, I mean, it's, it's a lot of years in the future. I'm bad at math. It's 1300 years <laughs> in the future. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. You still um, have to yourself. Yeah. Out. It's a thousand years later, Chig's still there at math. They're considering it. I mean, they said that the uh, jumping distance will be affected by gravity. Right. Um, and, and, and grenade, and grenade, grenade yeah. trajectories and stuff. So, and, and like I kind of mentioned earlier, like I'm thinking if we're hearing our breathing and how strenuous uh, a situation we're sustaining, I, to- I expect that that is going to be affected by gravity as well. I expect if I'm having to huff and puff just to walk normally... Um, I want to feel that. So that's my the heaviest hopes and dreams. And puffing is going to be when you're probing another player, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Wait. Moving on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, we teased a few minutes ago, but they also answered a question about mining. Um, mining is not a thing right now, at least not at lunch on the surface. So we're not going to have any new kind of mining on foot. Um, I don't think we're disappointed by this, but I. Honestly, right now we mine by the ton. So on foot, I didn't know right. how it was going to become a realistic yeah. thing. So unless you're mining, so scavenging much more realistic. Yeah, yes. if you're going for anything of value, it, it would have to be the scavenging way. They showed off that little cutting tool today as part of one of the suits. Yeah, right, as a way to enter doors and stuff that that are locked. Yeah. Um, so I mean that's that's to seems associated to me with a couple of different things. For one thing, scavenging, but also they were talking uh, later on in some of their interviews uh, about the mission types. And uh, one of the mission types, besides like straight up like attack this, um, the mission was like a turn the power back on. Um, so yeah. you'd be essentially infiltrating a base for the sake of uh, you know helping them helping them turn their power back on and so for that reason like the doors wouldn't work right because the power is off uh, so there we might need to cut the door or something um and so I'm anyway cutting looking at the, yeah <laughs> i'm looking at the possibility of you know since the different suits have different abilities you may have one of these 
missions where you need somebody in the scavenger suit for the cutting torch and you need the other guys in the combat suit to be fighting things off and you have to think right. about your loadout before you go in and team balance and there's lots of possibilities there maybe not oh, if yes. you're still limited to four people but there's still lots of possibilities there <laughs> that's right um they, and they were stressing uh being careful about your loadout uh to be properly arranged and and mentioned specifically how squishy we're all supposed to be um how we shouldn't feel so cavalier about charging in uh to a situation and we need to be careful about planning so um i'm a, i felt like that meant i was a vulnerable little you know carbon based life form always be on the, when you're in when you're outside of the basin on the planet surface, always be on the lookout for purple Corvettes. <laughs> <laughs> Pancake. They, they finally talked about ship versus people versus ships. Yes, although still not shown, um, and I don't think they were very direct. Um, no. So uh, yeah, what do you? I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, they're 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 still insisting that. The sphere of combat, or sort of, sometimes they called it a sphere, sometimes they called it a triangle. Um, a triangle meaning foot, <laughs> SRV, <laughs> and ship. Yeah. Not good uh, so geometry. Thing. That they, they, they well, have your first, your first thought is English language at times. First thought <laughs> is the ships are so powerful. How could you ever stand a chance against them? What, what they seem to, that what it seems that they'll rely on is the anti aircraft the you know gun emplacements at the bases right. to keep ships out until you can walk in there and disable the big guns but if they're anything like the guns that right. are on base stations today, you know you yeah. can you can take a lot of fire from those things before you're in danger depending on what ship you're in so unless right. they make or s- stay out out at range where they're really not that much of a threat for right. and still be able to strike them um so but that's interesting they could have like engineered anti-aircraft guns, you know. Ooh. Right now, our ships are so heavily engineered that you right. know, that's that's what you're dealing with is newer, improved shit like that. They will have uh, uh, land-based point defense turrets. I think that's new, unless I just have never seen that before. They'll shoot down your missiles. Okay, so that that is big because I, missiles are very very effective against them. Um, so I think that is new because I've seen lasers and I've seen missiles, uh, surface-to-air missiles, surface to not surface missiles. I guess it's not air. At least it hasn't been in time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that seems to be, that. that's what they described. You know, it was, we're, make, we're, we're balancing it by making it difficult for the ship to get close enough to do something like that. Um, but they did say that you can fire on a ship. And they, for specifics, uh, I know he said, um, like, for example, if a sidewinder were to land on the ground, a player, a human on the ground should be able to destroy it in about 30 seconds. Yeah. I'm assuming properly equipped. Um, so to me, that means for one thing, ships become more vulnerable when they're on the ground for the sake of sabotage or destruction or something. Right. Because I just, I, I think there's no reason to say specifically when it's on the ground Unless I guess that was the only way for them to concentrate fire on it long enough if it wasn't moving. He said power. What do you think? Landed and powered. He said down. powered down. So uh, is it okay. Ships that are sitting in the bases that come after you if you are bad. You know, maybe like something like that. 
or a player's ship that landed in order to do something on the on foot. Yeah, go go and separate yeah. and uh, uh, destroy their getaway car. <laughs> I'm, I'm wanting my Millennium Falcon point defense anti personnel guns. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, little drop down. <laughs> yeah, and perhaps we will have that. Perhaps. And they mentioned, I think, uh, you'll have grenades that can that are suited to take out to damage shields of shit. Right. Maybe, or yeah, just shields. You know. Explosive, and then uh, EMP grenades, uh, and right. then also a, a defensive grenade, a grenade that produces some kind of uh, strong defensive shield uh, when it's deployed. That's, uh, just, that's very interesting. Um, <laughs> So yeah, there's lots of uh, fun things there in that list. You guys love grenades, right? And I definitely saw in that in in some of these random shots. Since we're meandering all over the place, there is definitely some like um, rocket launcher kind of situation. One of those guns was firing what appeared to be dumb fire rockets, uh, and you could definitely see in one of the detail shots the appearance of being loaded with small rockets. So. Um, I think there's they they've said um, so so guns. Let's skip to guns. Three types of guns. You may be familiar with these: lasers, plasma, and kinetic. Uh, and it seems like this is just what you're thinking. I, I noticed that I saw uh, some jitter on the laser machine gun that was firing, it, and looking like a um, uh, burst laser with its uh, some somewhat significant jitter. Um. Kinetic, you know, you'd expect recoils from a kinetic weapon, and the plasma seemed to recoil and have a travel time. Um, plasma may be affected by gravity. I don't know. Is would or would plasma be too? Would it be, would it be massless? I don't know. It has a travel time. I don't know if it has a fall as well. Anyway, yeah. So they stressed, you know. Use lasers against shielded enemies, and then shoot shoot their armor and their bodies with bullets. They uh-huh. just a couple of times, so it's only the only the combat variant of the suit will let you carry two mm-hmm. primary weapons. Right. Um, okay. So suits, we have. Well, the 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 flight suit you can wear your flight suit, but that doesn't do anything. It I guess just keeps you alive. And then there is a maverick suit, which is focused on scavenging. It has things like your cutting tools and stuff like that. It's probably got some other tools built into it, and and room to add those tools. The manticore suit is the combat one. Has high armor and shields. Can carry two primary weapons. And then there's an exploration suit um, with higher survivability. I'm assuming maybe longer battery power. Power, longer O2, um, probably some other things, maybe better jetpack situation, different kinds of scanners. I'm, I'm making assumptions here. The rest of that wasn't maybe has the plant as far as I know. That's the suit with the plant gun in it, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make another assumption, and this may be a language thing, but when they say, to, like, the manicure suit has two primary weapons, the fact that yeah. you say, primary weapons implies that there are secondary weapons. Yeah, it has to be like a uh, primary and sidearm kind of situation, right? Because we saw images of of pistol-like, pistol-sized and shaped weapons as well. Um, So that's my my presumption, you guys think? Yeah, that's kind of 
I'm thinking too. Yeah, like a side, low-powered sidearm with infinite ammo. Maybe something. That's how yeah, maybe you keep your lasers there. Um, I know that the the only guns that could right would be the um, laser guns, the laser type guns, and we see those having magazines. And they even talk about how like the right. the aesthetics the of the weapons are unique. So they the the battery pack or the in this case the magazine for the uh, laser type weapons is circular, and it, they said it had like a magnetic uh, attachment that it'll sort of like you place it, and then it slides itself into the port and stuff as a sort of just a design aesthetic uh, choice. Um, a battery. So yeah, like pistol. Yes, infinite ammo. I'm thinking no. I agree. I don't. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think they'll do that. No. So it won't be like Doom, you say? Elite Dangerous won't be like Doom. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. Whatever. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, what should we go on to? Gosh, we're so disorganized. This is fine. The the part that that uh, when Arf was interviewing Gareth Hughes, um, the part that they both seemed the most excited about was to me when they were talking about running people over with the SRV. And they were very excited, saying, like, yeah, it's very satisfying to do that. They had to mess with the AI's intelligence because they were too good at jumping out of the way, I guess. (laughs) 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 So you got to try that a few times. They made the NPCs dumber so we could run them over? That is what they did. (laughs) I'll take it. Okay. All right. It takes all kinds, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right. GTA thirty three oh seven. That's right. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, okay, let's let's get a couple of uh, let's get a couple of additional negatives out of the way. Uh, no, no module storage changes. Uh, they decided to pull that one out and answer it on the AMA. Uh, no, we will not be giving you more module storage. Uh, boo hiss. I'm uninstalling. <laughs> Literally, I called my credit card company right away. I want to reorder this game. Why? Why would they say no to that of all things? Jesus, how hard is it? Right? How hard is it? It drives me crazy. We can put forty ships at every station in the galaxy, but we can't have more than one hundred and twenty modules in storage. <laughs> what am I missing? I just oh, I don't know. Um, here, here's another um, uh, terrain overlaps. They were asked about could could overhangs be generated, and they said no, that's not possible with their procedural generation. Um, I still feel like that's leaving open the possibility that they can place caves. Um, it would just be like placing a building, right? Um, but right. it won't be ha- it won't be happening naturally, which is, I mean, disappointing but not unexpected. Yeah, yeah. It, it doesn't surprise me. They want to add that at any point. They could just, you know, they could generate POIs procedurally at a at a later date and add it to the game, or it could be coming with Odyssey. Right. They're just saying a, a planet on its own isn't going to, you know, their way of generating can't right. do that, right? Yeah, and I mean, like you said, we could they can generate POIs, which means they can definitely generate a POI that was a cave or, or five yeah. versions of it or whatever, and then just have it sort of right. populate under these conditions and, um, yeah, or, or maybe mission related. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. 
yeah, no, can hold out some hope. Me or, or, you know, I, I don't even care. All right. <laughs> that doesn't concern you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be bothered. Um, well, uh, I'll tell you what, let's get, let's, let me sift, sift through and see if I can find some more negatives. Um, let's get them out of the way. Get them out of the way. Like your height or weight. That's okay. I'm short oh. in real life. So if I can be average height in this game, I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> um, that seems like it would be a um, probably like a hitbox thing, uh, like a. Oh, or, uh, gotcha. I, heard, I heard somebody say like, "Oh, so we would, you know, making sure we can all fit in the same chairs." But I mean, you'd have to be pretty like. <laughs> You have to have pretty extreme size differences to not be able to fit in these luxurious chairs. Um, but that just goes back to conserving too. programming resources. Yeah, part of that. I you think know. you think it's not you think it's not a PvP hitbox issue? No, no, because you could always have the hitbox remain the same. You know, regardless of the actual size, it's just so that they don't have to create mm-hmm. different size resources and sprites for all of this. Hmm. It's, it's easier to standardize different suit dimensions. You know, you start, you know, stretching and adjusting the suits and everything else, you know, going different heights and weights. I mean, it'd be hilarious to see a big, uh, you know, big old fat dude, you know, <laughs> in, in, in a suit, <laughs> yeah. them, you know, but I don't know. I, it, it doesn't bother me. I, I'm just happy. There's not, you know, custom genitalia, like cyberpunk, you know, <laughs> so we're good. Yeah. yeah. I, I only need so much customization. Exactly. Um, okay, so the other negative, the other sort of negative that I, that I was disappointed by um, is they don't have an answer yet about can players see each other, you know, can yeah. Odyssey players and non-Odyssey players see each other? I mean, I guess I'm still under the assumption that it would behave like Horizons did, right? So, yes, you just... Well, uh, but the question is, like, would you even be able to see the people on foot? Because with Horizons, you could still be down there and be in the SRV. So I, I guess um, unknown, unknown at this time. Yeah. Um, probably not a lot to comment on there. Um, Again, I think that's that's a conservation of resources because if if well, but somebody, they have, all they've said is we don't know though. Right, but you think about this. So if you have somebody who does not have Odyssey, if they're going to be able to, say, see Odyssey players when they're driving around on a planet surface, that means they have to have all of the that models. code base and the models and everything else and the physics mm. for how people move. You know, So I think that's going to be a real issue. I mean, I hate it, but I think that's going to be a real issue. But the planetary tech haven't haven't we been told that the planetary tech is going to extend back to horizons? Yeah, like the new planet graphics. Yeah, but I so think there is still going to be an update, even models. You know, are, yeah, are, are they going to have that in horizons? Yeah. Also, I don't know. I think that's where they're at with it, probably. Yeah, it's a big. I don't know. Because literally, you add all of that to where they can be on a planet and see the people running around and they basically have odyssey at that point they just can't get out of their ship and walk around right well true true so i i don't know i don't know once again i don't care i have odyssey somebody's too cheap to upgrade that's their fault right 
a hate mail to chig at the discord anytime. Um, Okay. Um, Well, there were quite a few things that I loved to hear from this AMA as well. For one thing, uh, the the redone lighting um, will be game-wide. Every light source in the entire game is is being updated and sort of refreshed how that is happening. Um, It's not ray tracing. Somebody at some point, I think, asked about ray tracing, which it, which would be a crazy thing. I mean, there'd be like fundamental changes to the game engine to make that happen. But they were sort of like asking it indignant, like like it should have been expected. How come you're not doing ray tracing? Like, are you kidding me? This this is a 15-year-old, uh, 15, this is a, a, a five-year-old, six-year-old game now as of what, today? Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, anyway, new lighting throughout. Uh, performance, they said that... Um, we shouldn't need to change our graphics settings level um, to adapt to performance. So if, if anybody's not got like totally updated hardware, um, it shouldn't be a problem. Um, I like, I like that. And, and it makes yes, sense, that's right? Good to hear. Old, old games can be updated and that's very nice. Um, updated and optimized uh, to, to stay uh, sort of relevant and good. So um, that is good. And I like, um, uh, okay, modding weapons. Uh, the weapons are modifiable um, both cosmetically and uh, functionally. Um, I enjoyed hearing about that. So one thing I caught from that though that they were talking about with like the engineering the weapons is it's not going to be like ships now where you can engineer something again after once you modify it, it is what it is. Did I hear that right today? That's what it sounded. Oh, like. that's that. That wasn't my reading of it at all. Um, I thought what they were saying was that I thought they were basically saying uh, it's not easy and it's grindy and expensive. Uh, you're well, not going to want to get rid of this gun. I think they were saying that also. Oh, you think it was both? Oh, hmm. yeah, I think it was both. That that's how I took it. But then again, you know, I was listening and trying to get ready for work and stuff at the same time, so I, okay. I may have misheard. I didn't get a chance to re-listen. But they definitely want you to uh, like. Your guns will be worth something to you. But the time investment in them is not going to be a, a looter shooter like a Borderlands or grind something like that. Yep, <laughs> there may like it. This one's mine. That sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. I I fully expected a situation where it's at, it's at least like it is now. Like I basically thought we we know what the grind level is for this game, and I didn't expect it to be any different. So I don't know. Um, maybe I'm setting my sights too low. Um, so let's see. I'm trying to zip through and see if there's anything that we haven't kind of talked about. We've mentioned, we've ended up kind of coming across most of the things from the actual video. Um, oh, I, I did see a, um, a ship marker on the like HUD compass. Um, that's pretty obvious, I guess, that we'd need like a marker where our ship was. But, um, you know, that got me thinking about various uh, navigational kind of options, setting locations and f- trying to find our way to them for the sake of missions and things like that. So um, that all seems fun. Um, not that interesting, I guess. <laughs> uh, let's see, what did I talk about? Oh, the, uh, the other mission type that he uh, talked about was uh, assassination missions where you'd sort of need to choose how to approach it. Like you'd have various ways of 
either sneaking in or blowing everything up, you know, the, the louder, the quiet ways of, yeah. of kind of doing things and security levels. And we see this in some of the images too, like uh, you appear to have like security access to a certain point, um, probably either granted through reputation or hacking or simply cutting uh, the door. <laughs> one, yeah, one thing they mentioned today, one of the softer ways to go about the missions rather than just killing everybody is you can scan the other people on foot and get their access codes that way but if they they catch you doing that then they'll get suspicious and start you know your your wanted level will go up i i like this a lot because i anytime there's like an option to i end up uh playing sort of the uh sneaky stealth character in games yes you can Uh, like this you can access computer terminals to find your target's location and just go and murder them more quietly than killing everybody. Nice. Or you can fall back in the installation. So. <laughs> Nuke the site from orbit. That would That's be the only way to be yeah. sure. That's the only <laughs> way to be sure. On it first to distract them and get shot to death as we just run by and complete the mission. <laughs> well, we're, oh, I thought you were going to say we send Teflon in and then we nuke the site from orbit while they're distracted. We, we're damn sure not going to leave Teflon in the ship from orbit because he'll shoot when you're in there. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be the one from orbit. It's the only way Danger you can close. be sure. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's right. an option. That would yeah, you be great. Can't, we you, can't can't fill a, orbit. you can't fail a stealth mission if everybody's dead. There's no witnesses. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. In uh, the Dishonored games, there was the you'd get the uh, ghost uh, achievement if you did a, did something where nobody saw you. So it's not just that no witnesses, but nobody even saw you. You can complete in, the, if you complete the whole game like that. It's like extremely difficult, right? But that's that's what that would be my ultimate goal when I was playing those. <laughs> Try to achieve the ghost. Um, I wonder if they're going to give us sniper rifles. Surely. So, I mean, we've seen, um, so the, the kinetic, uh, the laser, the, the, uh, plasma guns, they each have their own separate manufacturer and they have separate sort of like looks to them, like branding kind of situations. Um, but it also seemed like there were, you know, variations between them, you know, the pistol versus the rifle, um, has to be, has to be that you have like, cause you, one of those kinetic, uh, guns was, firing like rocket launchers. And I also saw there's a, a the scene where he's specifically talking about the types of guns and, and he's uh, just mentioned the, the magnetic magazine on the laser gun. I can see somebody out of frame also firing on the same target with what looks like a shotgun or like a frag cannon kind of situation to me. Yeah. It was like a yeah, set of know. purple pellets. So, really come in handy, you know, outdoors because there's not going to be an indoor place that's huge enough that a sniper rifle would really come in all that handy. And at that mm. point, I would just snipe with a six kilometer rail gun from my ship. <laughs> 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 you know? So, I mean, yeah, I, I could see why you would want it, but really. But if they're undercover or something. Yeah. Well, well the, but they said, you know, recording sound in those very large buildings, um, we could have some large areas. I don't know. Sniper rifle, you're talking, you know, uh, we're yeah, three, all, it's all speculation <laughs> at this point anyway. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> right, right. The, the, the rail gun from the Red Faction, 
video game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the thermal camera, you can see the walls. Right. That was great. <laughs> Outstanding. Um, uh, gosh, grenades, person versus ship. We talked about all this. Engineering, combined arms. Yeah, we talked about all this stuff. Guys, I think we I think we covered all of my notes. I think we Is did. Is there anything else that excited you guys that we haven't touched on yet? Or really pissed you off? Um, um no. I I don't it was it was a nice information dump they dropped yeah, for us. Yeah. And, and we saw a lot of cool stuff. At, but I mean at, right now I just want a release date, goddammit. But <laughs> yeah, I want to plan some vacation time. The I, the, the interview um, they released near the end of the live stream today—that's it—that's what I expect from a dev diary instead of like the, the trailer. Uh, yeah, getting. instead of the long form trailer. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I they do they do contain contain these little mini interviews, but yeah, I I, I tend to agree. I mean, they've they've got me excited. I wouldn't say I'm like jittery about it, um, but I'm I am quite excited to play. I definitely, without hesitation, um, paid extra for the early access, um, and you know I'll stream that in Discord and stuff, of course, oh, yeah. or whatever. I mean, but we get you know this uh, expansions version of the Cobra Mark IV or whatever it is, so. You know, we get that suit that right. you can only get this way, and and stuff. Right. And I, I, and to be clear, I, that's good. For, that's good for all the pre-orders, not just the deluxe one. Correct, get the suit, correct. yeah. But I, I pre-ordered simply because the number of hours of entertainment I've got from this game, I have no problem giving them extra money. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I don't, 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 I don't want to say it too loud in case they start coming out with a super, super <laughs> premium edition and a super, super premium edition. Because yeah. I, yes, I would probably just pay for that too. But that's that's just you know where I am, you know, with games. Like I, I don't really care, you know, about the alpha side of it at all because we know that you know obsidian and astro you know all those guys at the burr pit you know they'll all have videos of all this stuff that i can see i don't mm-hmm. and i know how you know to run and jump and shoot in a first person shooter so i i don't i i yeah i i don't need the alpha slash beta slash delta slash i don't know whatever they want to call it access i, I believe all. gamma would be next yeah yeah I, I i don't know my uh I, I'm just going to make up a language, but I don't know my language. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I will. I will happily plop down the money for the pre-order for the same reason that two or three times a year I buy arcs. I get at least yeah. that much entertainment value out of the game, and I want to support them. Absolutely. Yeah, I could be Absolutely. in a pool league. Well, bars are closed right now, but you know, you know what I mean. I could be in a a dart or a pool league that I'm out at the bar spending, you know, seventy, eighty dollars, you know, a couple nights a week at the bar. Instead I'm sitting at home playing this, not costing me a dime. So yeah, an extra a packet of arcs, you know, a couple times a year and mm-hmm. buying the premium pre order, I have zero problem doing that. Exactly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um that's that's all well and good. Um 
My yeah, my takeaways are I'm really excited about almost everything. I'm most disappointed about the the comments about the net code. I I wanted not that I wanted it to go server because I don't think that's realistic and and I also think like it would hamper the lifespan of the game, right? Cuz it would put a bigger financial burden on them uh going forward. And so I feel like the game will last longer uh if it stays P2P, but I, the answer didn't install a lot of confidence. I, I wanted to hear like, we're going to keep it this way. The, the exact language of the answer was like, we're going to keep it this way for the sake of, you know, maintaining consistency across everything. Um, I wanted like, but don't worry, we're improving it kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Some, which kind I didn't of, get. <laughs> some kind of reassurance would have been nice for sure. Yeah. I, I don't know. Biggest so, disappointment whatever. for me is the no module storage changes that, Mm. And, uh, I, I wish that they had the entire outfitting, the entire outfitting and storage of modules. All of that could use a huge overhaul, in my opinion. Yeah. I wish that they would just take Coriolis and put it in the game. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that would be beautiful. Because, <laughs> awesome. Or, I, I, it's it's just fucking tedious. The fact that you have to use a third party tool to first assemble your ship and then figure out everywhere you have to go to get. Yeah, find your modules on different ships and stuff. Of course, we you wouldn't have to store them on different ships if you just had that in yeah it, bigger yeah. storage. I don't like care I if said, it takes like up I tonnage can, in my fleet carrier. Yeah, like I said that time the solution is when you land on a ship and you you know uh, put it in storage, all the modules go into one pool. Oh yeah, and yeah. then when you pull it up. Outfitting that it had when you put it in storage last, and it'll put those mm-hmm. modules on it, or you can start building from scratch from what you have. Yeah. You know, would just make life so much. Right, so it's much a loadout, and, and there's such no an elegant like, solution. Modules pop in and out instantly. There's no lore reason why we shouldn't just have them instantly count as being in pooled storage. That doesn't break my immersion any more than what we already have. Right. Hey man, mag boots are real. <laughs> Arched. Yeah, in fact, we got to finish this podcast so I can watch an episode of that. Anyway, I. <laughs> oh, my gosh, oh my God. You're terrible. Yeah, well, you're yeah. not. I, I actually just have it. I've just been busy, man, and I'm excited. Anyway. Dude, the Expanse were a person, it would have a restraining order against me, I think. It's bad. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. Okay. I, I, yeah, it's... I, I, that sounds like yeah, a good segue. I, good segue. Yeah, All right. So, um, let's... You know what? I haven't done any sounds tonight. Have I? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do, um, let's see, I'm going to do uh, this one. <clears throat> it's Chick Chap. Yeah, that's a fact. It's Chick Chap. Where the cheese at? Jesus Christ. Uh, and just so everybody knows, hey, Ty. Hey, Ty, in case you're listening. <laughs> he's alive and good. He actually popped into Discord the other night, got to hear his dulcet tones for the first time in a while. And he's, 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 a, 
he's a good dude and that singing is is absolutely amazing um all right chick chat tonight this one's that uh, you know sat down on the couch and it's that time of year and all of a sudden you know the grinch who stole christmas was on you know that the old cartoon where he Mm. Yeah, you know, just just a classic. And I started thinking about you know, oh my god, you know, Christmas traditions and and TV shows and you know, Christmas specials and and movies that you watch uh, every year at Christmas. You know what what? It, some people have great traditions. You know, there's certain movies we we for a while watched Bad Santa every year. I don't think <laughs> you've ever seen that movie. That movie is so freaking funny. I, I mean piss your pants funny the billy bob thornton is amazing in that movie uh so you know i'd recommend that and you know started thinking about that and then all of a sudden you know i thought about the great debate about uh die hard whether it's a christmas movie or not there's and, nothing great or debate about this great debate well, I, honestly last year i was at my uh sister-in-laws and her husband and, and niece and nephews down in north carolina for christmas last year you know, after Christmas dinner and stuff, we're all sitting around and then started debating whether that was a Christmas movie or not. I'm like, that is a Christmas movie. And my niece and nephew, Izzy's seen it because I'm raising her right. She knows what yeah. I heard it is and seen it. But my niece and nephew had not. So I actually bought it on Amazon so that we could watch it last <laughs> Christmas. I'm like, this is a Christmas awesome. movie. We're going to sit down and, and Nakatomi Tower is, is going to be taken over and you're going to sit and watch this. After the movie, they agreed. Yeah, hell yeah, that's a Christmas movie. So of you know, I, first first, I want to hear from people whether that is an actual is. Do you consider that a Christmas movie or not? And next, I just want any other interesting uh, Christmas programs. Like, It's a Wonderful Life is like one of my all time favorite movies, but I can't even watch it. The older I get, the closer you know, more and more stupid things make me want to cry all the time. I think that it has to be twenty twenty. <laughs> But it's been years since I've been able to watch It's a Wonderful Life from beginning to end. I just have to, I'm like, no, I can't watch it anymore because it's just, it's so freaking good. It's so long. (laughs) Shut up. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. What do you you guys think? What do you guys have for Christmas things that you just can't miss every Christmas? It wouldn't be Christmas if you didn't watch it. I, I want to jump in early because I don't I don't have a lot of traditions, but Die Hard is the one. Um, and since that was already mentioned, yeah, I mean Die Hard that that's what that's what I always want to do. And and my mom's always in for it with me, um, even if my wife doesn't totally agree that it's a Christmas movie. I mean, she knows it's a Christmas movie, but it doesn't mean she always wants to watch it. But I know I can watch it with my mom, so it's cool. Yippee ki yay! Yeah, yeah. So See, go ahead, Nerville. Okay, so you know we were we talked about this before we did the show tonight. So I put the question up on the server on the Discord server: Is Die Hard a Christmas movie or not? And so far, it's fifteen to zero that it is a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, the, that's definitive. Um, Definitely. And could that be this, just because we're a bunch of goddamn nerds? That you well, know? yeah. But think of it this way: This is how I you don't understand the question. Something. Yeah. <laughs> This is how you determine whether or not something is a Christmas movie. You look at the plot and you remove Christmas from it. And if you take Christmas out and it still makes sense, it's not a Christmas movie. Hmm. So if you take the Christmas out of Die Hard, there's no reason for John McClane to go to Los Angeles to try to reconnect with his wife. There's no reason for everybody to be there if not for the Christmas party. 
it doesn't make sense without Christmas. It therefore is a Christmas movie. That's right. I mean, I was about to say, like, sure, they just get away with it because John McClane doesn't even go. But then exactly. the party isn't happening if it's not Christmas, so they don't have any hostages, so maybe they don't get away with it. Oh, exactly. man. It can't happen without Christmas. It is, therefore, a Christmas movie. End of discussion. But for me, well, first of all, for Mrs. Nurgle, it's Home Alone. Mm-hmm. You know, here okay. we are. We're on, <laughs> we're on the 17th of December. She's probably already watched it 30 times. Oh, by the time, by the time Christmas, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, we have already <laughs> determined. I'm not young, but yeah, it's 30 years old. Here recently, uh, it had its anniversary. But in, you yeah. know, by the time Christmas Day gets here, it'll probably be playing on a loop in my house. Ah, hmm. uh, anyway. Are so you not excited about that? I can watch it once a year. After that. <laughs> okay. It kind of loses its luster. She can watch it on a loop. But, you know, I married her, so I'm stuck with it. Uh, (laughs) Die Hard is a good Christmas movie. For me, and it's not technically a Christmas movie, but it it occurs at a Christmas time of year. The American President is always a movie I have just loved. And there's going to be crickets out there because there's probably four people in the world besides me that know that movie. But look it up. It's a good movie. It's a fun hopeful Christmas movie. Um, it is not an action movie by any stretch of the imagination. It's just a, it's oh, just a nice, yeah. positive, fun movie. Now I remember that movie. I had to look at who was in it. I, I couldn't remember. Uh, huh. You can see that, that you're a big fan of that movie, huh? I am for, I don't know why, but I always have been. Hmm. I mean, Annette Bening, all right. but That's probably well, why. But yeah, she's, <laughs> We've she's gotten to the lady. bottom of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, yes. All right. How about you, Data? When we're getting into the spirit, putting up the tree, putting up decorations, we always watch um, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh, yes. yes. Okay, yep. Oh, I haven't seen that in many years. It's awesome. Great movie. And, and then right after that, we watched The Santa Claus. That's, Tim Allen, right? Right, right. Yeah, peak, peak Tim Allen, I would say. <laughs> that's, that's a good one. That's, that's a, man, that's a one. all these movies that I'm like, that's a classic. And yeah. <laughs> so we got Elf. Elf, very nice. A new, newer classic to me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if we had cable, we'd be turning on the 24-hour Christmas story stream. Yeah. You'll take your eye out. Or you'll People your don't eye have out. cable you'll anymore these days, out. right? It's been so many years since I've had like a... Any kind of TV subscription? Do people have that? People besides me? Um, it's still important for sports, or have we have, have even sports moved on? I I have I, I you don't want to know how much I spend on entertainment. Let's just move on. Plus <laughs> <laughs> a landline. Okay. I probably have a landline too. Yeah. yeah do you have one of those phones that has a cord? It's a curly cord. A rotary dial. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. But I still have cable. Oh. Yeah, there goes Jarek again. That's all right. 
some of us hold uh, strong body we're almost done (laughs) some of us remember the day when we had to unplug the cable from the phone and plug it into the modem (laughs) so we went in my house we went straight from not having internet to just buying a second phone line so we didn't have to deal with any of that crap yeah Mm. Yeah, we did I that. Just too. Remember being like three hours into downloading some something, and somebody picked up the phone in the house. Yeah. Three three hours yes. into downloading that one porn image. <laughs> <laughs> Coming in line by line, half of Peter Branniston's face is showing, and then yeah. somebody picks up the phone. Damn it! <laughs> Wait, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> I mean, it's fine. Nothing going on here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> anything, anything bad happened to the computer or it slowed in at all? Those those video games. That's what causes all these problems. That's what. <laughs> yeah. Those damn games. Those damn games. Yeah. Damn I get that too. Games. But man, I remember a StarCraft playing on an old dial-up connection without any issues was, at all. Oh man, that dial-up hampered my Star Trek StarCraft. <laughs> Online playing because get off the game. I gotta make a phone call. I hear somebody. Oh, God, <laughs> just pause it. We can't pause. It's multiplayer. <laughs> what does multiplayer mean? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I, I was a StarCraft addict. That was that was a bad addiction. Had nothing. Uh, uh, Elite has nothing on what StarCraft was to me. <laughs> I never played that. Um, of course, I'm not very into RTS games. StarCraft is an RTS, right? Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I never cared very much for that style. Um, but oh, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter we played online. Yeah, lots of that. Yeah, I played all those games. But I mean, we were playing just chess online, too. When that was oh, wow. becoming an online yeah. thing, so I love strategy games. Good stuff. So cool. Know. Anything else? Hey, that's it. Put put you know. Tell us about your holiday traditions. Oh, actually, you know what we so we talked uh, briefly before we started. Um, oh, yeah. The the next uh, the next Thursday Thursday being our record night. The next Thursday is planning on being Christmas Eve. So we are definitely going to be with our families. Uh, and not here recording a podcast. So we thought, what else can we do? Well, everybody seems to be available uh, on the uh, Wednesday there, the uh, 23rd. So um, we thought rather than doing uh, a proper podcast, we'd do something a little more community-oriented and a little more uh, off-the-cuff and fun and just have some kind of uh, maybe group party in Discord, uh, live stream some things, and, and hopefully end up with something that can be um, sort of released later, at least to YouTube. I don't know if the audio will be anything worthwhile to put on the podcast stream or not, but um, apparently last year, the uh, was it at Christmas time when we all uh, piled up onto Ty's uh, Corvette? It was. <laughs> so, uh, Chig must be up, right? We, should we betray Chig? Hmm? We can blow up uh, uh, you. <laughs> no, I'll, 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 glad, I'll gladly take it. If you guys want, well, let's. Yeah, we'll probably we'll probably all do a little bit. Maybe maybe we'll. Um, 
I'll I'll volunteer to go first, of course. Um, yeah, yeah, they can they can blow each one of us up. We each take a turn getting our asses blown up, and and maybe just small ships against one of our large ships. Yeah, so it was. Um, I mean, we we definitely took him out with with just sidewinders, uh, and I believe in, uh, engineering was not allowed, <laughs> and we still took him down. So he was um, taking kind of easy on us too. Was he? Yeah. All right, let's see. So, uh, where should we go? Do we are we in a um, anarchy system yet? Nurgle. Oh. <laughs> I think no. we were about to enter one, weren't we? No. So, whatever. But, um, we can. But load we can find the nearest one. one. Load okay. Is what I think. What do you, what do you said? Load, load movie. movie. I think it's anarchy. Okay. Okay. Well, so we'll put we'll, it in events. We'll, we'll pick yeah, we'll put it in events. Um, we'll. Um, so I'll I'll volunteer to go first. I'll bring something heavy uh, to be. Um, maybe I'll probably probably my Corvette, right? And I'll try to make sure of it. Y'all bring a bunch of sidewinders, um, and I would say probably no engineering is is good. Uh, but and we can always adjust if things. Uh, need to be up to notch. And I'm sure this will spill over and become uh, a bizarre free for all at some point. And I'll, I'll plan to stream and we'll see what happens. Um, and hopefully it'll be cool and, and lots of fun. And then we'll, uh, we'll all be together um, around the holidays and that will give us some sort of podcast time off. So I will shout out if, if Ty is listening and he wants to come on and hop in his Corvette, we'll, we'll gladly blow him up. That's I'm okay with that. <laughs> that would be a true right. Christmas miracle. <laughs> Truly. All right. Um, I think I need a cheese. I'm feeling cheesy. All right. I, I'm going to uh, stick with just kind of a, 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 a Christmassy kind of thing. I know that there's not really like a Christmas Ooh. cheese. A so Christmas I'm going to go with, with something that is really good to have with Christmas dinner. I'm going to go with cheesecake. This oh. time, now, I've never, I've mm. never gone down mm. a, like a cheesy dessert kind of thing. So I'm just going to go cheesecake, everybody's favorite decadent dessert that'll put five pounds on you after you finished a big meal. Usually made <laughs> out of cream cheese or ricotta, and it's just, I don't, it, it is, it is decadent. Everybody loves cheesecake, I believe. Uh, so yes. I'm going with that. Eat, eat as much cheesecake as you can, and then before the end of the new year, so. You have some pounds to take off because I know we're all fit and trim, you know, after this amazing active year we've had. Uh, stay <laughs> cheesy, everybody. Stay cheesy. Um, all that's left then is for me to thank the world and the universe um, for listening. Um, thank my co hosts, Chig, Nurgle, Data. Thank you all for discussing all this nonsense with me. Everyone listening should uh, be sure, if you have not already, go check out the website loosecruiseed.com where there is a merch store. And, um, you know, mugs and hoodies and stuff uh, make a great gift for yourself. Oh, what? What? I didn't do a cheese joke. I forgot my cheese joke. So we need a super bad cheese joke. What did the mouse say when he snatched the cheese without getting caught in the trap? Cheddar luck next time. Oh. <laughs> I laugh so loud every time I peel those off and read them. That my wife is like, you need help. Oh my God, that's <laughs> awful. That's awful. All right.
All right. Hey, well, thanks everyone. Um, come join us in Discord and uh, check out the merch store. And we'll we'll see you guys uh, next Wednesday. Come join us for some uh, royally good Christmas fun. Yes, please. Yeah. Stay loose. Stay screwy. Um, and Bye. you know, have fun. Later. <laughs>